welcome to the Succeeding with Diabetes podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Wes Ward. Are you struggling with high blood sugar? Are you overwhelmed with all the information out there about diabetes? Are you tired of being told what you can't eat and still not knowing what you should eat? Well, you are in the right place. I created the Succeeding with Diabetes podcast to help you take control of your diabetes through meal planning and exercise. I want to give you the resources you need to successfully manage your diabetes and to live life at its very best. When it comes to living with diabetes, one of the most frustrating things is having to deal with holidays and all the sugar that often goes with it. One of the things I recognize here at Succeeding with Diabetes is that not only do many of our listeners have diabetes, you may also have a child with diabetes. So you may not be the person in your family with diabetes, but you could certainly be living with a family member with diabetes. So as we approach Halloween this month, I thought it was important to spend some time discussing how it can affect kids with diabetes and how to take steps so that they can still enjoy the holiday fun. Halloween can be a scary time, especially for parents of children with diabetes, because along with those trick-or-treating treasures like chocolates, lollipops, and jelly beans, comes the increased risk of dangerous blood sugar spikes. That doesn't mean that children with diabetes have to miss out on all the spooky fun. With careful planning and a little creativity, you and your child can enjoy all the thrills and none of the chills of the spooky season. So I want to go over some tips uh, for dealing with Halloween and diabetes. Number one, eat healthy ahead of time. While a healthy diet is an important part of any child's diabetes maintenance program, I recommend being extra vigilant on Halloween. It's helpful to make sure that the meals on Halloween are well-balanced, which means they contain high-fiber carbs, veggies, proteins, and some healthy fats. Don't go trick-or-treating on an empty stomach. Make sure they have a well-balanced dinner before heading back out to trick-or-treat. Kids should not necessarily cut back significantly on carbs during the day or the day before in order to save up. It's important to keep carbohydrate intake consistent at meals and snacks in line with how many carbs your child's provider or dietitian has recommended. Now, I do think a little carb stealing is okay on Halloween, and I'll go into that in a little more detail later on. Because it's important at the end of the day on Halloween that we've not gone over the total number of carbs that your kids need for the day. But I do think for one day, it's okay to shift those carbs around 
just a little bit. One more thing. Be on the lookout for blood sugar levels dropping from all the extra activity. Kids who are not eating candy but are doing a lot of extra playing and walking while trick-or-treating may be at risk of their blood sugar getting too low. So you may need to do a little more monitoring of their blood sugar than normal on Halloween. Also, make sure you carry with you something to treat a low blood sugar event while trick-or-treating. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. Number two, devise a game plan for treats on Halloween night. Even the most level-headed disciplined child or adult can get caught up in all the holiday spirit, which is why you shouldn't leave children on their own to divvy up their trick-or-treating hall unsupervised. Children with diabetes can definitely enjoy their Halloween candy, but they need to count and include that candy in the number of carbs for their daily total. One fun method for candy consumption might be portioning out the candy based on the child's age or other factors. For example, maybe one piece of candy per year up to the age to a certain limit. So make sure that they're counting carbs to determine how many pieces they can have though. However, if blood sugar is running high, it might make more sense to delay eating Halloween candy for a later time. However you decide to dole out the prized Halloween candy, make sure that you do it with a positive attitude. You don't want your kid to be hiding sweets or eating them in secret. So make sure that you adopt a fairly neutral position, not making the candy seem bad and not making the child feel bad that they have diabetes and can't enjoy the candy like other kids. Again, find ways to make it work so that they can still enjoy Halloween and still enjoy a few sweet treats. Number three, consider alternative treats, such as non-edible Halloween treats. Despite what the Candy Corporation would have you believe, there is plenty of fun to be had on Halloween with little to no sugar involved. Try non-edible Halloween treats like games, stickers, pencils, vampire teeth, any number of things which can be incorporated to heighten the excitement while focusing less on candy and sweets. You can also incentivize your child not to eat all of their Halloween candy this year. Create a trade-in system where the child gives up some of their candy in exchange for a book or a toy or some other small thing that they're interested in. This idea can be used whether your kids have diabetes or not. You might even try a candy buyback. Give them a few dollars for a certain amount of their candy. The no candy movement as a part of Halloween has actually been growing and gaining momentum in recent years with the Teal Pumpkin Project emerging as a result. The idea is simple. 
By placing a teal pumpkin on your doorstep, you signal to neighbors and others that you hand out non-food treats, such as small toys or trinkets, helping to make trick-or-treating a more inclusive experience for kids with food allergies or other dietary restrictions. It's a fun way to celebrate Halloween without all the treats. You might also consider doing a combo. Give out regular candy, but also have a teal pumpkin available full of non-food treats. So when you do have kids that might come to your door who can't have all the candy, you'll have an alternative for them. Another option is some diabetes-safe Halloween treats. Not every edible treat has to be candy. If you're hosting a Halloween party at your home, you can make all sorts of festive snacks that have low or no sugar added. Sugar-free jello jigglers cut into pumpkin or ghost shapes are a great idea. Vegetables and dip arranged as a skeleton. Frozen peeled grapes that can double as eyeballs. Apples and an apple bobbing station. Popcorn with plastic spiders crawling all around it as a decoration. Roasted pumpkin seeds. String cheese strips. Cheese. <laughs> That's easy for me to say, right? String cheese sticks with olives attached as eyes with cream cheese glue. Or guacamole spilling out of a hallowed out pumpkin. Many hot dogs wrapped in pastry puffs as bandages, or even fresh fruit cut and arranged into spooky designs. There's all kinds of ways to get creative with healthy options for Halloween. You also might try swapping sugar for low-calorie sweeteners in your favorite recipes. With healthy but delicious options around, your child can enjoy snacks without the risk of a blood sugar spike. Halloween candy carbohydrates count for children with diabetes. So what's the bottom line? Halloween candy can often fit into your child's diet if it stays within their recommended carbohydrate intake for the day. But don't be afraid to offer non-food treats as well, either instead of candy or in addition or a part of, to keep the spooky spirit of Halloween alive and your child healthy and happy. This is also a great time to practice what I referred to earlier as carb stealing. Have them cut back a few carbs at each meal on Halloween so that they have carbs left over at the end of the evening so that they can have a few pieces of candy. Now, I'm not talking about much. Maybe we, st we steal 5 or 10 grams of carb from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then we have between 15 and 30 grams of carb left over for a few treats that evening. Now, I'm not suggesting they avoid a snack or dramatically cut back at a meal, but stealing a few carbs here and there can help leave some room left over for candy. To be honest, when it comes to the bite-sized candies that most people give out 
on Halloween. It takes several of those to add up to a lot of carbs, so there's wiggle room for you and your kids to enjoy a few candies and have a fun Halloween. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you're wanting other food prep and meal planning tips when it comes to diabetes, I encourage you to download my free diabetes meal planning guide. It can be found on our website at www.succeedingwithdiabetes.com. I hope you have a happy and a safe and a spooky Halloween. And I encourage you to join me here next week as we discuss some tips to avoid overeating. I will see you then.